making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a four now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Alright, and we're back again with another episode of the three man podcast we are coming to you live and direct prompt, promptly at 808 <laughs> here on Wednesday February 17th I am AJL Presidente and always I got my two favorite guys with me introduce yourself you already know you got your boy Cannon with you as always you know Washington fan extraordinaire hey football season is over what we really got to talk about you brought back extraordinaire. <laughs> you already know who it is. It's your boy Hill. Hill gonna hear it regardless, baby. Let's get it. Um, it's episode ninety-seven. Yes, ninety-seven. Yeah, you did a good job. Proud of you. Got it on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weed, Instagram, Twitter. Three Man Weed underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail Let's get it, Cannon. I finally, I finally watched one of your movies, bro. Which one? Oh, <laughs> um, what? One Night in Miami. Oh yeah, what you think about it? It was interesting. That's it. That's all you got. It was. It was interesting. Yeah, because it's um, it was informative, uh, a different perspective, something that I mean, it really happened. So it gave us a glimpse of what they was thinking at that time or how they were acting at that time. Um, the thought process from four different individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, reason, the reason why it was interest, interesting because I think it was that f- interesting for me because I heard the breakdown on the Joe Budden podcast. Call it Malcolm X Buzzkill. And it was 100% accurate. Yeah, no, like, no, he he was, though. He was. Sam um, Cook was sick of him, <laughs> but the But the funny thing is, bro, all of that is accurate. Um, I, I recently finished reading, you know, the, the Malcolm X autobiography. I had read it when I was young, but I reread it um, maybe like two months ago before I had seen the movie. Um, and one thing that I noticed as an adult reading that book is that Malcolm X admitted to his paranoia in the in the final stages of his life. So it's like he literally finished writing that book maybe two weeks before he was assassinated. But the the last four or five chapters, that's pretty much all he talked about. Like he knew, like after the split with the Nation of Islam, that he pretty much his life was in danger. So he was moving around like. I'm going to die very soon. And everybody else around him, his friends included, his wife, his children, they were blind to that reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, he was telling them, but they was like, come on, like, it, it ain't. 
they're not really going to kill you for just telling the truth. Uh, you know, but he was talking to Alex Haley. He was like, yo, we, we really got to finish this book. So it was like the book and traveling and, and doing his pilgrimage to Mecca overall. Um, but what I thought was really, really interesting to, to piggyback off what Hill said, um, one, this was Regina King's directorial debut. And I think majority of the film was shot in the same setting. So it's like they're not going to different places. They're not traveling. Like they sitting in a hotel room. Um, and I feel like one, like that the setup for the movie already puts you in a box. But I felt like for her to put herself in a box, but still show more creativity than a lot of directors we see out of here when they have a blank canvas to work with. One, you working with factual events that you can't really skew from the storyline. Two, you using just a hotel room as the main setting. Um, and it's like a, almost a two hour film and you was entertained the whole time. So it's like, I really, I gave it like an A minus overall just because it's like what, the acting was elite. I felt like the script was elite. Um, and just the creativity of it, especially with her being limited by the by the true story of it, I, I thought it was I thought it was elite. That's why I wanted y'all to watch it. I mean, you not necessarily she wasn't limited by a true story because when it's, it's an interesting true story, I mean, give us give it to us. Yeah. Like, if no need if no need yeah. to deviate from what what, yeah. what happened, that's true. And like you said, I I'm, I'm I know I know of Sam Cooke, but like I don't really know. Sam Cook, but I felt mm, Sam Cook. Yeah, no, I felt like, like the entire time. Like, bro, I'm not trying to hit none of this, bro. Like, <laughs> like bro, he just won. Like, he just won the championship. He won the championship. Yeah. Title fight. Yeah. And we sitting in the hotel with you. Yeah, but bro, it's like I'm, I'm Sam Cook, bro. Like, I, bro, we can be out. Like, he ain't have no time left, bro, and that's what they understand, bro. So it's like he he like on a limited clock. It's like he really knew. He really yeah. knew that he was gonna die. And they just thinking that tomorrow is promised. You know how most you know how we walk around, we take life for granted for real. And it's like if you really was getting death threats and people calling you telling like, listen, when I catch you on and these are people that you know to be real killers, you would start moving and acting different. You feel me? Especially if me and AJ was lollygagging and acting like everything was all great. You'd be like, listen bro, it, Cut, cut the play, bro. Like you walking all up and down the streets all day playing. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his mentality. But honestly, I, I, I he was one hundred percent a buzzkill in the movie. But it's like I understand because of where he was in his real life. He like he had to be. Like the the, the more and more that they stood, they stayed in the hotel. I understood why it was just. But when they first got to the hotel, bro, I was I was Sam and go, bro. And then when they went to the store, I just yeah. was never coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah I would have never came back. Bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they not coming back. <laughs> Especially to get lecture. I'm not trying to get lectured when I get back to the room. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like when that's like when you know, like you got that ass whooping coming. But mm -hmm. first is that. I'm not really mad at you. I'm disappointed in you, speech. Yep. And you know it's coming. You're like, right. and I ain't trying to hear this, bro. Just whoop my ass, please. Just get, just get, the, like, get, get this shit over with. <laughs> let's, let me go about my day. Let me get mine for my pain and suffering. And let's just move on. That's a fact. 
And I, I know I can't really give too much of my two cents in this because Ken is sick of us because he didn't gave us six movies to watch. And me and Hill uh, collectively have watched two. But, <laughs> it, wasn't, but it wasn't the same movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll watch one movie today and I watch a different movie today. So it ain't even like we can come in and collectively talk as a unit because now I'm sitting here just talking about some whole other shit like waiting for the like, But you really but you're making sense though, because the thing is you know a lot about Malcolm's personal life and that's really I was like yeah. everything in the movie really stemmed off of that. Absolutely. Because, um, you know, once again, to me, the one night in Miami, it, it is almost a story about him in my eyes because yeah. it's like, like you said, it's what he was going through right, right now. It's almost like, bro, it's like when you know it's a bag on your head and you out in the club trying mm-hmm. to have fun. It's just like, hey, bro, like I know y'all trying to be out here on all these bitches, but we got to discuss what the fuck is going on. So if something happens to me, y'all can carry this shit on. And, and Jim, Jim kept telling him, hey, listen. <laughs> we can go get the shorties, bro. Like, like, like I feel you. I'm go, but look, I'm gonna tote this rock, yeah. and I'm gonna do these movies. But right, now, we can go get these shorties, bro. Hey, nigga, we in Miami. Why yes. are we here? They should have went somewhere else. Like, what's, like, which way would you rather go out, brother? And it, it was really Ali fault. In the hotel, talking to us. But it's you really know, Ali fault. Now, Katie, you know I tried to watch the other movies on the list. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a good plea. I got a good plea. I don't know what AJ's plea is. AJ's the movie buff. AJ really, really don't got a plea. He got a plea. I'm about to say, I, I, I don't have a whole 10 month old. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he got a plea. Bro, bro I, Chase be chilling. Bro, not today. He was wild today. Got, he got them teeth. get without being there. Exactly. And you know, the thing that I'm enjoying now is we are able to start getting our movies without the white saviors in them. Mm -hmm. And like there's been movies that have been true stories. Yep. But somehow you get that white savior in there that just, you know, maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. And like we're starting to control our narrative. And that's really what it's all about. And if you look at it, that's one of the reasons why they killed Fred Hampton. Mm -hmm. Because he was making sure that he was controlling his narrative. Mm -hmm. Because what they tried tried to do is say, the Black Panther Party and the KKK are one and the same. Mm -hmm. But you're not killing, if you weren't killing KKK You you wasn't killing no KKK members. Mm -hmm. KKK don't have no black people in it. Fred Hampton recruited the Rainbow Coalition. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. KKK not out here trying to team up with, you know, the NAACP and, uh, you know, the United Negro College Fund to make sure that they money can help send black people to school. No, he was talking about, like, hey, he went he went to the, the, the I can't remember the name of the white boys, but I'm calling the white boys in Chicago. He went to them and said, hey, bro, like, you got more in common with us, mm-hmm. then you do them, and that's something. And that's one thing that, like, through this election week, like I've said 
and I believe, you know, all three of us have said, a lot of white people have more in common with black people than they do of these Republicans that they're voting for who are only worried about this top, you know, 1%, the people with money. Bro, you got a lot more in common with us. They treating you the same way as they treat us. Y'all talk about the, you know, they talk about the propaganda and, you know, the radical left and this, this and that. But you're buying into their propaganda that they care for you. How are these giant tax breaks for these large corporations going to help you? Mm-hmm. They telling you, oh, we creating all these jobs and they talking to you about coal and all of that. How many of y'all motherfuckers really work in a coal mine? Yeah. That shit don't help you. Yeah. No, so you it have, kills you, have, you actually. So, so you have a lot more in common with us than you think. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think it was fairly accurate because it really did depict Fred Hampton on who he was. But what I also wanted to bring up is how this is exactly why when people say, oh, the police are here to trust us and this, this and that, why don't you, bro, we don't trust the, like, we don't trust the government, we don't trust the police, that's why we've always been so skeptical, because J. Edgar Hoover created Cointelpro (laughs) to take us out to take us out everyday everyday people trying to feed children, take them out, That's not us, but as a generation, we we be capping about it. When I said that that statement about black coaches, how like we're gonna have to take control of our narrative, it's that's the reason why Fred was killed, bro. Because like AJ said, he took control of his narrative as a 
20, 20 year old, he never really committed no crime. Like, yeah, he went to jail on a trumped up charge, basically for organizing and telling people the truth. Basically, is what he went to jail for. And so it's like a 21 year old man was willing to die. Like at 21, this man was making speeches saying that I, I'm not, I'm not gonna die in no car, in no car wreck. I'm not gonna die. Like I'm gonna die fighting for the people because that's what I was born to do. Now I think about myself personally, where I was when I was 21 years old. I was not ready to be no revolutionary, bro. And look at, look at us today. We, we're, we're well informed today. Have more resources at our fingertips than than a twenty one year old Fred Hampton ever did, and we still won't start a revolution. You know why? Because the reason why we won't start a revolution is designed by the government. Because guess what? The the killing of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, no, Fred Hampton, yeah. those, those are lynchings. Yeah, those are lynchings. Those are assassinations, like, bro. Like no, it, it, it's it's a it's a lynching because it, like it's a, they do it in a public like they do it so that it can put fear in you. And then the reason why we don't that's the reason why we don't have any revolution is because being Martin Luther King, being Fred Hampton, being Bobby Seale, being Huey P. Newton, that shit's not glamorous. You don't get paid for that. You don't get you don't get you, you don't, don't get to get you, you don't get to live in fulfillment off of something like that. You don't get like that, modest, that's, a lonely, bro. that's a that's a lonely life. Yeah, like it takes you away from your family to know that, you know, like it takes you away from your family, and then you still like, like you said, Malcolm knew that he was gonna die. He he had to look over his shoulder at every point in time, which is and why then, it was so and, important to him. And, Same and, thing and, with Fred. And, 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 and think about it, you would have a lot more Bill O'Neills than you will Fred Hamptons, because so many people now are so self-serving and worried about yep. themselves. It's let me let me make sure that I don't go to jail for five years, ten years, because I was stealing cars. Mm-hmm. Some shit that I yeah. did. You yeah. were stealing cars. You was impersonating yeah. a federal agent. And Bill I'm, was. I'm gonna set this man. He's up. a legit psychopath, bro. This man literally in the in the first scene, like he laughed. That's that's another thing. It's superb acting. It's a yeah. Lakeith Stanfield. That's Bill O'Neill. Yeah, and the thing is, okay. I really like him as an actor, but I hated, I hated him in this movie, which means he he did, he did a great, a job. he did a yeah. great job. And it's like I'm watching a movie, and I even talked to uh, Kev about this. Uh, our guy Kev Wiggins, and I was like, "Yo, bro, he's a psychopath. Like he literally tried to impersonate a, a FBI agent to steal a car." They they realize he wasn't an agent. They like, bro, you're not stealing my car. They about to kill him. He almost dies. And as soon as he escaped, like he he cracks a smile. Like, bro, if I almost died from stealing something, like I'd be like, whoo, oh my gosh, thank you. Like we made it out. Like this man is laughing to himself. Like it's like, bro, you're a sicko. It's like they pick they pick the perfect person to to infiltrate because like like you said, AJ one, he ain't have nothing to live for anyway because it's like. He committed suicide soon after he did the documentary explaining what he did. It's like, if you that easy to persuade, that easy to turn on your own people, you already have bigger issues. So it's like, they and the FBI knew that, which is why they 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 sought him out. And that wasn't his first that wasn't his first case. You feel me? And it's really three hundred three hundred dollars is what he sold him out for. Pretty much. So that's why, and that's why they call it Judas. Three hundred dollars is freedom. Yeah. And, and that's why they call it Judas, because it's basically like the 30 pieces of silver. Exactly. And this is why it's so frustrating, because 
Bill O'Neill wasn't the only Bill O'Neill. Remember, it was a, it was another. It was a bunch, bro. It was like a it, bunch of like them, bro. Like, and everyone. Like they, they they had them completely infiltrating everything. But y'all can't infiltrate the KKK. But no, they but they did. Time, they just shit. don't. They just don't they kill don't, them. Now, and that's no, what if no, you read that Malcolm book. Because they no, it, it ain't it ain't their self, bro. Like no, li- no, listen, Mal- Malcolm had it, bro. They. They infiltrated. No, they infiltrated the KKK, but it's like, it's it's a means to an end. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, it's no need for me to assassinate the David Dukes of the world. He ain't organized like how Malcolm X was, right? Malcolm X was able to take 300 men, licensed to carry firearms, and make them stand in front of a Harlem precinct. That's that's more police officers than. The Harlem, all the precincts in Harlem had on duty, so it's like they were afraid of the mobilization. And the thing about the KKK, yes, they were organized amongst themselves, but they couldn't organize other people. The Nation of Islam at that time was able to just tell the neighborhood, "Listen, we gonna come right here and do this for brother so and so, a brother that got shot or beat up by the cops." And the whole neighborhood would have been out there. And that's why I always say we need to bring the Panthers back. The Panthers used to follow on beat police officers and make sure that they didn't brutalize people when they pulled them over, made sure that they made bail, and we don't even have that now. If we did stuff like that now, we could have prevented a Philando Castro. We could have prevented uh, a Breonna Taylor. But it's like nobody wants to check anybody, and that's another reason why they want. The KKK wasn't doing that, so they was like, we got to kill Fred. Fred got a whole crew of people on shifts following the police, making sure that they doing their job with fidelity. We got to get rid of him, bro. You see what I'm saying? So it's like those white groups, they make they make enough noise, but they do enough to stay under the radar because they only want to mess with so, black people. They don't want to mess with the that's system. That's my thing. That's my point. When you, have a, when you have a white hate group, it doesn't mess up the machine. Yeah, exactly. It, it, so like you can't, like I won't say David Duke didn't have people organized. I won't say the KKK doesn't have people it's not threatening the machine. Because mm-hmm. you think about it, even those people who stormed the Capitol, an insurrection, trying to throw, overthrow the quote-unquote government, it's not overthrowing the machine of the people that are actually necessarily trying to make things go. If black people storm the Capitol, we're trying to really make, you know, some full sweep changes. We're trying to do exactly. something radical. Exactly, and that, and but that's the difference. What they're trying to do is patriotic. It's, it's, a, the, it's the it's the word, it's the verbiage. But Once that's again, that's what's going to separate you from being assassinated, right there, though. If you try to change the system, because look at JFK was was them. He was trying to change the system. They said, "Got to go." Like, you see what I'm like saying? Him, it didn't have nothing. To, it didn't have nothing to do with color. You see what I'm saying? But it had everything to do with action, and that's what Fred was saying. Fred was not just a regular talker. He was about action. He said, "We didn't just talk about no feed the children program on the south side of Chicago. We fed the children on over there." You see what I'm saying? Everybody want to have five, six. 10 meetings about how we're going to roll out a food program. Fred said, roll a program out, man. Feed the children. Oh, it's, it, we getting beat up by cops? We're going to start following cops in shifts. So it's like, that was the thing. Like, action, action. That's why other Panthers were able to survive because they weren't 
They weren't putting the, the pedal to the metal like he was, bro. And it's the same thing with Martin and Malcolm. They would get people to actually move and take action. So Mega Evers also. All of these people that could bring make things tangible and really upset the system, you saw what happened to them. And, and, and that's another thing that really like I want to get to is the, like speaking about propaganda. The propaganda of Martin Luther King and how they really tried to turn Martin Luther King into this figure that they wanted Martin Luther King to be. That he was just this super peaceful and, you know, hey, whatever the white man says, we're going to, you know, he, he wasn't, wasn't that. Now he was real, man. Martin, Martin, like, <laughs> Martin, like, people, and, and that's another thing that they try to do is they try to pit Martin Luther King and Malcolm X against each other like, Oh, Malcolm X was just this super, super radical mm-hmm. white man hater and this, this and that. But you know they want to. But he was they, at one point. He had no, to. I, I, he I, had I, to I, grow I, out of that. But what, I, but what I'm saying is, what they like, what they won't allow to happen is growth. They won't. They will not. They won't, they, they won't allow anything to you know with his growth to be mentioned when they talk about him because they want him propped up as this. Hey, you shouldn't. Follow what he did because guess what? There's a sect of people who were like, "Nah, this is what we need to do." Yeah. And even if it's the the matured Malcolm, it's more so. Fuck all of this. Like, I'm not about to, you know, be looking to you for a handout. We gonna try and fix our own shit. Yeah. And that's very dangerous because we got the numbers to do it. Yeah. It's another reason why they killed Tupac. But, but and I was gonna say like Tupac literally <laughs> said that what you said about growth. So it's like Tupac often got asked in interviews as he was growing. You know, same thing that they do with do with us now. They ask you about a tweet from ten years ago, five years ago, and it's like, bro, five years ago I was a total different person. It's like I can grow. It's like. It's unfortunately that we live in a time where everything's being recorded. It's like uh, people before us, everything wasn't recorded. So it's like, bro, like if you're going to Tupac going to say like, yeah, I said that two years ago. And guess what? I ain't apologizing because that's how I felt two years ago. But as a man, it's only right for me to grow and mature. And if you can't respect the fact that I grew and mature, then you know what Pac said after that. But it's like, (laughs) but it's like. Come on, I don't take a genius to to understand that 10 years from now, I ain't going to be saying the same thing. Unless I was completely right about one thing, maybe 10 years I'd be saying it. But more than likely, I'm never going to be completely right about anything. So I'm always going to be learning and growing. And here's my thing also. Think about it. Fred Hampton got killed when he was 21 years old. 21, bro. Think about when Tupac died. Think about when, yeah. when Malcolm X died. Think about when Martin died. How old were they? And think about how much you've changed. Yeah. So think about being... None of those people that you named were 40. Not, nobody really? was 40. And, 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 and that's my point. So think of, think about the things that you... The immature things that you've done in your 20s. These motherfuckers... Was, mm-hmm. these, no, let me not say that. Because <laughs> these... It's just a term. But these... Yeah. In their twenties. Yeah. Do you know 
Mm-hmm. How imperfect of a person with you no IG in your twenties with no to, IG to have like to but to just to have that will that's fucking dangerous because yeah. think about it if you are doing that in your twenties what you gonna what do you, you what are you gonna do in your thirties and forties and your fifties and sixties like you said you you gonna be the president think, bro think of, think about how dangerous you can be that's fucking dangerous yeah. so to them it's like oh yeah they said it. Like, they said it in those meetings. Hey, I want this motherfucker off the street. He doing hey. They said for nefarious activity. Now, how can nefarious activity be feeding children that don't have food to eat? That welfare has decided to not provide for them. So it's like, I, I don't... control. I, it's like, I, I watched the movie control. twice, and I read up on everything I could about Fred Hampton to really figure out, like, what crime did he commit other than leading people and, and that's what it was like they really killed him for leading people they had they they had a own private trial conviction and execution based off the fact that they were afraid of the talent that this young man possessed it's like without any college education at 21 he probably spoke better than 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 us three now you see what i'm saying but it's like in in those times Without the internet, when a lot of us were self-educated, they they took more pride in almost everything they did. That's one thing that we we got away from. Like, there's so much resources for, at the fingertips from us that we take everything for granted. We only read up on something when it's when it's pertinent or when it's we're not just educating ourselves just for the purpose of being educated. And Fred was reading all type of books, man. The law. He he's the one thing that he said in one of his speeches that was probably impressed me the most and the fact that he was 21 he said we're not gonna fight capitalism with black capitalism which is what most of us would think today that we should fight it with right but black capitalism is the same thing as capitalism so it's like that's only going to lead to more capitalism he said we're going to fight capitalism with socialism which is the opposite of capitalism and i just thought that i'm 30 plus and it's, that just hit me. It's like, there's no way I would have understood fighting capitalism with socialism at 20 nothing in my life, bro. And so it's like, I just was, we just look back at some of the leaders that they took away from us. You realize why they did it, because we would be a lot further along had they let some of those people live. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, you can look into it and say, it's a reason why they didn't let us live, because think about it. What if instead of getting our textbooks from McGraw Hill, we, we had from Malcolm X? Ma- Malcolm X giving input <laughs> on our history books. We Come had on, Fred man. Hampton giving like we went to HBCUs. <laughs> what, what if what if they were adjunct professors in, in their later years of life coming to our coming to our institution and saying, "No, this is what happens. This is who you are." We this will have knowledge of self. We would not be lost, and that's why they did that. And so, and so, and so that's my thing. And that, and you know, we need to completely understand the full power that we possess, whether it be in you know, economy, mm-hmm. business, or sports. We or media, are, like or, or the media, mm-hmm. we are we we are the brand. Mm-hmm. We drive this ship. You're getting so good at this, sir. Until, mm-hmm. until we learn. Mm-hmm. 
B won't do shit. Even if you out here requesting a trade, whatever the case may be, <laughs> you know, like, and let's go to Draymond Green's comments about how NBA players are being treated. I know, Hill, you're going to run and cuss me out, but I've been trying all day. I don't know how Michelle did it, but converting that video to be able to come on a stream yard wasn't necessarily able to convert it because mm. I don't have the software, but I can play the audio if, if you don't mind. Don't get mad at me. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying, but I'm about to play this audio of the Draymond Green. How long is it? Is it five minutes long? It's two minutes, but I might I might cut this shit. Cut this. I, I'm sorry. I, I might cut it short. Just so we can get into it, but it's some stuff that he says that I think we need to discuss and we need to clarify also. Andre Drummond before the game, uh, sit on the sideline, then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. It's bull because when James Harden asked for a trade and. Essentially, dog did. I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team, and everybody destroyed that man. And yet, a team can come out and say, Oh, we want to trade a guy, and then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer. And he's not good in someone's locker room. And he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game. And we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys. We're not playing you. And yet, we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. Mm-hmm. But, a, but a team can say they're trading you, and that man is to stay in shape. <laughs> he is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond's getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, Everybody go crazy about that, too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, to help your team win, do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? But as players, we're told to, ah, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can. It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, Oh, man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations, and it's ridiculous, and I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. (laughs) Who won't go first? Yo. Um, So so I want to say he brought up James Harden, and 
horrible example. Horrible example because. But that James, was his point. But, but he no, wanted to was, bring up I, a horrible example. No, I, I I get that, but what I'm saying is, I didn't kill James Harden for requesting the trade. I killed James Harden for how he acted, and he was saying all of this stuff when that organization actually they gave him a lot of the shit that he asked for. Everything that he asked for. Me and me and he'll get into this all the time about you know taking money, you know sometimes taking less money to win. But I'm on the side of, hey, take everything, like, no discounts. Legend at the bank before a legend on the court. And that's my thing is because they want you to take a discount, be a team player, love the organization that you play for. But you can give your heart and soul, your blood, sweat, and tears, your every single ounce to an organization. And at the moment, they'd be like, we might be able to get better if we move you. They can do it. But the moment you say, my career might be able to get better if I leave, it's the problem. And so that's why I say, no discounts. Let me like get all your money. Don't take no hometown discounts. Don't be that team guy. Let the team figure it out. That's not you. So this is going to lead to a, a, a topic that we put in the chat. If I'm not going to be in the meetings to make decisions, I'm not going to be responsible for the decisions you make you can either pay me or i'll take less but you have me in those rooms for those decisions so i can we can figure out how we go make things better because if i have no say so give me my money y'all figure the rest of the shit out and if y'all can't figure the rest of the shit out i'll ask to go somewhere where they can and so that's my thing and i think the players have to understand you got to start treating shit like these owners do Fuck the jersey. They always t- they always tell you play for the play for the name on the back. If if the owners like if the owners in those franchises they playing for the green, you got to do the same thing. Cannon, would you like? Um, but I think that's that was his point. He purposely chose one of the worst situations possible because even with the fact that Harden was dogging it. The organization can still trade him at the drop of a hat, regardless if he wasn't. Because prior to him dogging it, he did do everything that they asked him to do. You feel me? He would. And it's like, they could trade him. So it's like, if you could do that to me, why don't I ask? What's wrong with me exercising my right to do that? So And and I think that's his point. Is like, he wanted to pick a a, a situation where someone was dogging it to say that regardless if they was dogging it or not it's their choice just like the ownership's choice because the ownership dog dog it all the time and it still throw you under the bus now what i will say is the bible says the child shall lead now i i very i very rarely ever agree with draymond but one thing i did realize is that maybe i did do what he said that the media does to James Harden. Maybe I didn't look at it. Now, I'm not saying I'm being self-reflective. I'm not saying what I said was wrong and I'm not backpedaling on what I said. But what I will do in the future is think twice, which I try to do anyway, before I make statements like that. Because I shouldn't be knocking a player for trying to get everything that they want. Because we don't ever knock the teams for doing that. I mean, we may do it, but I'm speaking as... For us as a whole, we we always like AJ said, 
play for the play for the jersey. We all we we were raised to say all of these things, and instead of go and get your money, like that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna go and make the decision that's best for them and their family. Make the decision that's best for you and your family, even if that does mean rubbing some of them the wrong way. Because what they always say when they rub somebody the wrong way, hey, it's not personal. It's business. So it's like, when it's my turn, don't act like it's personal. Don't call me a cancer. Don't do all of the stuff that y'all saying. Say, hey, it was business, and I made the best decision for me. Because if you look at James now, it appears that he made a good business decision. No, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Imagine, imagine if LeBron James wrote that letter to the fans that Dan Gilbert wrote. He he got killed. He got killed. Bro, like, when when an organization trades a player, how often do they say, oh, I'm burning the jersey? But if a player says, I'm leaving, burning. they burn the jersey. And the, and the org be with them. They be yes, posting it on their it. Twitter accounts. We'll have, co- we'll have cupcake <laughs> when KB comes to town. Like, no, no. <laughs> you made a business decision to get James Harden out of here instead of keep it, and keep Ibaka. But nobody, nobody killed the organization. Nobody burned jerseys then. But when KD is like, you know what? I really want to get out of this situation. That's when they start burning jerseys. When players, when players decide, I'm going elsewhere. It's, it's always a problem. So I think we, we've touched on stuff like this before. Well, I don't want to take Hill's floor. Go ahead. Because I, I feel like you got some stuff you want to get off your chest right now. I was letting y'all get y'all's off. And trust me, y'all supporters, we're going to get to y'all comments. And y'all have some great comments that we're going to touch on. Um... Me personally, I hate when people use they have they say something great, they make a great statement, and then they use a horrible example, and it kind of minimizes your entire statement. But I'm not gonna do that to Draymond right now because he made a powerful statement. I agree with his perspective and the player's perspective. They have every right to feel that way. I understand. Great job. How much power do these players want? I'm confused. You're still going to work. Like, this is still your job. It's still your job. Like, this mm-hmm. is still your job. Like, how much... You're already um, teaming up, making your own super teams by yourself. Mm-hmm. You're already facilitating, bullying your ways out, other, mm-hmm. you know, the other teams all by yourself. Y'all doing this all on your own. You're, you're taking... You're controlling your contracts. Everybody's getting paid. You're guaranteed money. Y'all doing a lot. Y'all getting a mm-hmm. lot. But at the end of the day, your ass is still going to work. Like if, if your manager, is, if your manager shows up to work every day, ain't no meeting with your manager. Be like, hey, listen, yo, you got to start showing up to work on time. No, your ass need to come to work on time, like you supposed to, because you are the employee. Yeah. Now I'm not, I'm not saying go out there and chuck and jive and do all that. Get it? Speak your mind, mm-hmm. and that's the issue. Y'all not speaking up for yourself. Y'all letting the, y'all letting this media manipulation get, get the best of you. A, a lot of these trade requests, I'm sorry. You good? You good? Yeah, we yeah. A lot. Of, no, something popped up on my screen. What the fuck is going on? Bro, get X I'm sorry, video. I'm good, good, good. Get, good, good, good. get X videos <laughs> off the screen, bro. We can see your reflection in the glasses. I see, see? I see Luna Star up there. You see it? You see it? But what I'm saying is, I lost my point. <laughs> I, I was trying not to lose. I was trying to lose. Bro, you was talking about uh <laughs> dang, you was you was at a good spot too, okay. man. So Thanks. Let, let, let me jump in here. Let me no, jump no, in no, here. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, man, God. I'm 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 gonna talk I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk you through it. I'm gonna talk you through it. You was talking about your manager. If your manager come in mm-hmm. and your manager's coming to work, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You got to come to no, work every day. My, back, back, boom, back, back. Okay. I'm saying y'all letting it. How many trade requests have we heard from an actual player? Not a lot. Did we actually did we hear did we actually hear James we, Harden say we, no? I want a trade request. No, did it's we always hear anything. It's always we, leaked. Oh, it's always what? It's, al- it's, it's always leaked. But but even even when it's the team, it's always leaked. And that's the nature of the business. Is like that's the political part about it. It's like what you said for like boxing. It's like it's never gonna come directly from the person. It's always from somebody else. But it's like, bro, they they leaking this stuff on purpose. It's like, remember when Puffy was yeah. leaking Biggie's albums and stuff, yeah. but acting like they was somebody hacked them. So whose fault is that? Are the, all these platforms that these players have? They got their own podcast. They got yeah, their they own do. shows. Nah, they, got their own, they, can, they can go on IG Live. Yeah. They can send a tweet. They can say whatever they want to do. And what do they do? Remain quiet and let the narrative get written for themselves. Speak up. And but you know why? You know why sometimes they remain quiet? Because it's like the narrative of what happens when you do speak up. You're considered a cancer. And so it's like until that narrative, it's almost like a friend. But but hold on, hold on. It's just, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm glad we started with these movies. It's just like Malcolm and it's just like Fred Hampton. They were the ones speaking up. And what happened? They became martyrs. AJ said, that's not the life that nobody wants. In reality, you'll get more bills. And I know you haven't seen the movie yet, but you will get more bill on deals, which is basically more Judas's if you're relying on people to speak up, knowing that speaking up does not protect you. It actually makes you a target. So it's but like, want, but you want out, right? You do. Like, you do no, want out. So, so, so Anthony Davis, that he used it as no, he did. He wanted out. Yeah. And he expressed himself because mm-hmm. he actually did say, yeah. "I do want out." And they and got him. That's the price that you're paying, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you it was worth it, but it was worth it. We talking about the big dog. Yeah. We're not talking about Jared Dudley after. No, nah, I know we ain't talking about no Jared Dudley. But, but you feel what I'm saying? So whatever fine that you're getting, you're willing to pay. And it worked for AD. I, 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 if you ask AD, and that's what I, that's why I was, goes back to my point when I was telling AJ about we got to take control of our own narrative. Yes, you may take a hit initially, and AD took the hit initially with the fine, but ultimately his he achieved, his, he achieved his goal. So it's like a sacrifice. Let's be honest about AD's trade request. They wasn't mad that he requested a trade. They were mad that he requested to go play with Braun. Exactly. Like, let's not be like. But why lie? They, they what? 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 They say? What? What your oh, parents yeah. tell you? If you want something, a closed mouth don't get fed. So what I'm supposed to say? I want to go. But, I want to go play with Jared Dudley. No. But somebody. But 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 let's hypothetically, if Bradley Bill said he wants out, ain't nobody gonna say, "Oh, Bradley Bill's a cancer." They gonna feel, "Oh yeah, free Bradley Bill, right?" It depends, but if he says, if he's these these narratives are picking shows. Yeah, they are picking shows. And they're letting these narratives be set. Speak up. Yeah. No, I I agree, but it's just like everybody's not gonna have the courage. That's just the reality of it. Like AJ said, you're gonna have more Bill O'Neills than you're gonna have more Fred Hamptons and more Malcolm X's. That's just. And and it's wrong if you're in the warm-up line. And then next thing you know, they take you out the window. No, that's wrong. Hey, that, no, no. Now, no, that was his no, best example. No, he should have stuck with like the he, drumming example. No, not even that. <laughs> how, many, how many players have we've heard had to find out that they got traded or cut on by, Twitter? By, uh, not even on Twitter, but even before Twitter, it was uh, yeah. a reporter told you. Like, they'd be like, yeah, like, you know you got yeah, traded. Like, 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 that's like, wrong as hell. Exactly, because my whole thing is, how, how would you feel if, hey, like, I, like it's a thing for me called a no call no show. Mm-hmm. If I if I no mm-hmm. call no show, you, you might be fired after right. one time. 
you have the right <laughs> to fire me if I'm an at will employee. Yeah. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, uh you athletes get one athletes are mulligan on which them. are technically <laughs> at will employees. The, the company can cut you. Yes, they can. And, and so so if I'm if I'm an at will employee, you can just be like, I'm on the way. You can you can fire me. You can say you don't even come. Don't even come. Like no, like so. How can I say like if if I feel like the company that I'm giving my blood, sweat, and tears to isn't in the right direction, I can't I can't quit because for me I'm under contract, so I can't quit. But you yeah. don't have to honor the contract. That's you, the thing. You can pay out. And so, and so that that not not even then because <laughs> because some because some kind like if we go to the NFL. Ain't no buyouts in the NFL. Oh, no, but I'm talking about right. like... Yeah, we're, yeah, we don't talk about in, NBA, right? Yeah. The NFL, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the NBA. But if they want to be like, you know what, here. Yeah, they can pay you to leave. But still, that's a lot of security that you may not, you know, be sure where something's going to come next. So my whole thing is, if they can cut you at the end, like just before anything happens, or they can move you, you should be able to... Say, hey, get me up out of here without it being tampered. And that's why I agree with James on what on him. I'm not James on Draymond using James because it's like regardless of how much he dogged it, bro. It's like, bro, if the tables were turned, they would have sold. They would have sold him out like that. So why am I mad that a one black dude or not even a black dude, a player, finally got justice? You know what? I I realize that maybe I should shift my thinking from at least. From being on the owner side, but I like how Marcus Morgan is willing to play devil's advocate and and look at both sides. He says that is protecting their capital. Say they play in the game when they got traded and got hurt, can't trade damaged goods, and I and I understand that from a a business perspective. But my thing about that is that I'm not letting a reporter tell you that you got traded. I'm not letting you hear it from a from a third party before I tell you. If you came here and you played four years or however many long years, you laid it out on the line here, which James Harden, we can all agree, before he started dogging it, he laid it out on the line in Houston. He deserved for management, the GM or the assistant GM to come and tell him like a man, whatever's happening. And any player, Andre Drummond, they deserve that too. We shouldn't have to go through the media to play this tag game. You've been so, talking, I'm, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What is wrong with sitting a player and be saying, hey, look, we about to get you, about to get you a player? Nothing. Money. But it's like those players are being told by somebody else that they were traded, and that's why. And it's no, no, like, no, you no, didn't. No, not, not the trade expert. Me sitting you down. No, that's, I understand the sitting the part. Nothing's wrong what with that. What is wrong with that? Nothing. Okay, so let, me, so let me ask you this. What's wrong with a player saying, I want to get traded, I'm not playing. Because if I'm damaged goods, y'all can't trade me. Hey. I didn't have an issue. I didn't have an issue with. We're not saying you did, but he's just raising that point. No, 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 I'm not saying you, Hill. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Hill ready to fight, man. Like, 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 like when AD was like, you know what? I'm trying to go to the Lakers. Y'all gotta facilitate facilitate this trade to the Lakers. I'm not playing until it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was bugging. And and, and he said, "Like, what's wrong with that? Because I, like, I am my own product. If Mm -hmm. I get hurt, if I get hurt." I'm damaged goods, and then y'all can't trade me. And I'm not saying now one of y'all said this. No, no, I'm no. just saying. I'm, re- I'm rebut. It's nothing wrong. I'm. It's nothing wrong with that. Right. But he said this. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. He said. He let you know from the jump. Hey, listen. We gonna get this trade, or I'm not playing. 
So now it is what it is at this point. I done made it clear. Ain't no third party. Ain't no Rachel Nichols saying this. Ain't no Brett, um, Brian McMenemy, Chris Broussard. Ain't none of that. It's, it's, it's random people that you never know. You never know who they are. Me. If right. you heard it from me, yeah. you heard it from me. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not signing with none of you other teams. I'm not signing no extension with no trade for me. LA, y'all come for me. I'm signing the extension. It is what I, it is flat out from the horse's mouth. It, it, you can be mad. You can be mad. If you're mad, you just want to be mad. Right. And so, so Morgan, like, I, like you say the players play for the organization, not the other way around. That's correct. Like that's the that's correct, but look at some of these shitty organizations who have one star. Like he, like me and Hill got into a back and forth about this all the time. What if Devin Booker was like, "Fuck y'all, I'm not playing until y'all get me out of here." What does that organization have? They have nothing. He is their only draw, so he can literally hold them hostage. You either gotta get this shit right or get me out of here. And if he's willing to sit, he can sit and get up out of there. We've been telling these players to do that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. We saying it. They don't like, and that that gets to my point of what I said before. They don't understand the power that we possess because we, we move this shit. We move the needle. Motherfuckers don't come to that. They don't come there to see Robert Sarver. They don't come there to see Mark Cuban. Well, some people might, but they don't come there to see Dan Gilbert. They don't come there to see these owners. They don't, they don't watch basketball to see the GM. They come out here to see the athletes. So with you being the product, look, you have like stand up. It's a revolt. It's just like Mandingo fighting. If a man, if, if all the Mandingo fighters say we not gonna fight and we gonna whoop this one slave owner's ass and revolt, they can make it happen. Some sacrifices might get made, like Nat Turner. Nat Turner led a like the largest slave revolt ever, the most violent slave revolt ever. Killed women, men, and children, regardless, because he didn't take no prisoners. But guess what? He ended up losing his life, but guess what? It, it, there was changes made because they understood the sacrifice that needs to be made. They didn't necessarily have to be self-serving. And that's what happens sometimes, especially now, is because they understand that we have a price. When you get to this certain level, there's certain people that you got to take care of. So they will put a price on you to make you decide. Yeah. And it's the, it's the same. It's the they same thing. Gonna, they definitely going to put a price on you to make you decide. It's, bro, it's, bro, it's the same reason why I say fuck Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton used to be the first motherfucker bro, at any fucking rally, who, anything. Listen, but guess bro. What? The, moment, the moment MSNBC came calling, that motherfucker got his body done and went on TV. And listen, fuck bro. Him because he had a price and they knew we can control you with a price. And now it was some motherfuckers that was looking up to you. If there's no like, cameras, Al Sharpton ain't there. And that's the thing, like. Exactly. If you're gonna so be an sorry. advocate for black people, or not for, or, or people who are facing injustices in this world, if you're gonna be it an advocate, if you're gonna be an advocate for them, then that means you have an obligation. If you're saying that, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna be the, a voice of the people, like how Fred said that he was. Fred wasn't just showing up when a camera or, or a microphone was there. Fred was there, bro, day in, day out, and bro, that that's the difference of somebody that's really for the people. They don't show up when the cameras there. The cameras show up when they there. Exactly. I I, I know y'all. I ain't gonna cut y'all off because y'all was going on a good tangent, but we got some supporters. Like they've been making some asking some questions that we need to touch on. Uh, like Marcus yeah. Candace asked, "Would you take less to be a part of the decision making process?" So if I'm thinking like you, and I'm trying and I'm trying to secure my legacy. <laughs> in this game, and I want to be a champion, 
then yeah, I'm gonna take less. Yeah, but, it depends on the situation. To, but to me, person. but to me personally, that's the only way I'm gonna take less. You gotta, you have to put me in these rooms and you actually have to hear me. And I that's actually I'm gotta believe that. And that's the thing I need in writing right. because they told Deshaun that he would have decision. Well, I know you said we sticking up basketball hill no, but but, but they told Deshaun that he would have control and stuff or, or input and they didn't listen to anything that he said so it's like for me they didn't even say we'll bring this guy that you want nothing like you they didn't to say nothing for an interview he didn't say hire him he, he just so said, for me for it depends on your relationship with ownership it depends on if they're willing to put things in writing it depends on if your management or your agency the people who you trust to look at your contracts say that this is exactly what it means because you know the greatest trick in the world is to say something in the contract but put underwriting in it that contradicts it to make it so that it's almost impossible for it to happen which is what most like 360 deals are like in the music industry are is like they, they, they tell you you're going to get this much up front but in reality you're that's really alone they just word it funny so that you don't understand it so it's like you got to, one, like Marcus Morgan just said, redefine print. You got to decide what's best for you. And you're, if I'm a superstar and you're really going to give me uh, a say-so, then, yeah, maybe I'll look at it, especially if I'm a yeah, superstar that haven't won. But if I'm a superstar that won and maybe I haven't gotten a Supermax yet and I still want that Supermax, then, listen, I'm going after the money. It all depends on my personal situation. Because here, here, here's my thing. Oh, so, yeah, because does, does, does the situation depend on the caliber of player? I feel y'all was going on to that anyway. So, yeah, like, so, it definitely does. Not necessarily. It just depends. Why not? Because yeah, no, 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 that's going to depend it, on the money. Wait, it depends It depends on the sport. Because in basketball, the caliber of the, the, caliber of the player matters because we've gotten into this positionless basketball. So, regardless of what position you make, you might have some sense. Like, you might be but in football we understand quarterback is the position but even he not getting it so it's like but, that's why but, 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 it but, matters but, here, but, here, but here's my thing wait like because I, I i was talking to uh your brother hakeem about this on that post where we were talking about the caliber of quarterbacks because uh you know a right guard he could be the right best right guard in the league but he can't say i want to be in these meetings but We've understood in football how a quarterback can change the organization. You can be like, you don't hear somebody say, oh, this team is a Mike linebacker away from the Super Bowl. You hear they're a quarterback away. So if I'm a quarterback, I don't care if I'm a top 15 quarterback, but we have an elite team. If, if, I'm, if I'm that quarterback, I am your big joker. I am your prize asset, so you can't tr- you can't necessarily treat me just like I am just a regular worker. You can't talk to me like 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 Hakeem said. He said they're pawns. Not all football players are made the same. Some football players, and are I pawns, think that's but that, that's but that quarterback. But that's that quarterback a, that's his point like with that caliber question. And so, if you're an elite quarterback, you might be the queen because without you, this shit don't move. But I think that's what Kev was saying with his with his caliber statement. Like, it it, it matters. Like you're saying on football, no, it, it, it matters, definitely but matters. Even, but even but in basketball, even in baseball, like you, Harper is gonna get more than than just just a farm player that's coming up on his first that, contract. But, but but the base but to, to do baseball, if Bryce Harper 
says he wants stuff. Yeah, but Bryce Harper is an outfielder. He ha- he's an everyday player. But what does but the, any does the, but even but still does, a younger everyday baseball, player? Baseball, I'm not going to give you what you want if I can get you for cheap. Pitching. So if Clayton Kershaw says I want this versus Bryce Harper, I think they're going to listen to Clayton Kershaw a little bit more just because of the position that he plays. I don't know. Bryce Harper make more <laughs> money right now. Who the best pitcher on the uh, Phillies? Exactly. They listen to Bryce. They listen to Bryce Harper. What I'm saying, if, what I'm saying is, if Bryce and he's Harper he's like, bro, he's worth sport. too much of their budget. They got to. So that that's that's why I agree with Kev. Yeah, with it's a caliber situation. Okay. So real, real quick, real quick, when Draymond was when Draymond Clip was playing, I just want to say Fernando Tatis Jr. ain't listening to shit that we've ever said on this podcast because he signed a 14 year contract extension. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he no, wanted. No, 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 he, no, no. He, he wanted to everything he said. Cause he said, play, we said play baseball. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he got, and he got security. So it's like he know for a fact he got a checks coming. Three forty. Three forty. He listen to us. He mm-hmm. listen to you. Mm-hmm. He listen to me. Mm-hmm. He listen to Ken. He listen to all. All I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't. But, but here, okay. I don't think he's that. I'm signing that. I don't know what you're talking about. I think, I, think this, I think this is a I think this is a discount for the Padres. It is a too. discount, but it's also it, it's a win win for both parties, which is right. rare. Which I like baseball because of that. One, you get the thing that players want in in football. They always want a long term deal, but they don't get it because it's never guaranteed. So you get the guaranteed money, and it's like, bro, three forty divided by fourteen. It's still a lot of money per year, bro. Did he just say we? Are you a San Diego Padres fan? I have never. He, no, tri- no, he actually is. He really? actually is. Yeah. Really, I have never. I've been all over this country, Drew. I've lived everywhere. He, he from where? Where he from? I think he is from um, San Diego. That makes sense. I think he is from San Diego. I thought, I remember. He, he's a Chargers fan, I believe. Look, that's so, that's twenty four million a year. Really, really twenty twenty five. Really, okay, twenty five so million dollars you know a year I, I for fourteen years, years, bro. Year <laughs> I take it. I take it. Granted, you might be mad in eight years when the the value of the dollar go up, but it's like really he's, twenty. He's make, you still gonna, ain't gonna be gonna, that mad about twenty five. He's gonna make them. He's gonna make them so happy those first eight years. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, and then the second, I, the second, the last, the, the <laughs> second, the second half, he might regret the deal, but at least. If he starts slumming, he's still going to be locked into a guaranteed contract. And then you probably ain't even going to be really worth 25 mil at that unless you turn out to be really elite. Then so, then but, it's a bad deal. So I guess I guess and that, that's what brings us to that it's a good deal because I believe he's going to be worth more than 25 in these first couple years of this contract. I do believe that in this first so couple I, years. So at so the back end of that joint, yeah. you know what? So it's like a win-win. But why can't every why can't every professional league if this if it's a billion dollar pot, why can't they make beneficial deals like baseball is doing where it's a win-win for you and your family or the player and his family and for the organization? And why is there a cap on years of contracts in the NFL? I thought that was a match. I thought that you can't do longer than a seven-year deal. You just see it, Patrick. Well, he was the first person I seen that, and, and it might have changed. But it's like prior to that, yeah. I know you couldn't yeah. do it. Because guess what? They, 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 they want they want to cycle you through because mm-hmm. they understand. You know what? This this is a the NFL. 
they, they say it's not for long. So why would I sign somebody in a game where I'm probably going to maximize your talents for Your three contracts years? aren't guaranteed. The least you can do is sign them. In the meantime. Why, why would I don't have to? Then why not just do two year deals? Why why do the facade deals? Why do five year deals? That's really that's only two. Hill, why not just say it's just a that's two year deal? Bro, that's what Hill's been saying. I, I I've been saying it. What Hill? But what I'm saying is, if you're gonna, if we're doing a facade, who, who are we lying to? Ourselves? But why? Why? And it's really a trick. No, 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 no. It's really a it, trick for teams like the Rams to manipulate the cap. That's really what those extra three years are for. So until you figure it out, we're going to keep tricking you stupid motherfuckers until, until you figure it out. Which is why I agree with Draymond. And I think that that to transfer across sports for players. And I don't even think that it should be a color barrier on it. Players in general need to speak up for themselves like Hill was saying. You need to stop letting not- the media run your narrative. Because if you be quiet, they're definitely running your narrative. But it's not because, like you, but in NFL, you know who the big dog is. No, I'm saying I know that, but I'm still yeah. saying like you, you still gotta speak up. They get, but the big dogs is getting their bread. No, I, 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 but still, no, 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 but no, they're not getting it how they dogs, want it because they still got I, these two year trick deals too. No, no, no. When I mean big dogs, I'm talking about the quarterbacks. Exactly. The quarterbacks is getting their money, but like you said, if you in the NBA or you in anywhere else, any other league. Don't matter your position, you are getting paid. You getting yeah. your maximum worth, yep. whatever that. The reason why it's not going to work in the NFL, and the players have tried it. Players have tried to get more money than any position. They tried to not have that positional cap. They tried to do all of that. Bro, but, Jimmy Graham, when they tried to tag him, and he wanted that uh, wide receiver designation instead of a tight end, because like 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 Hill was saying, like there's no necessary like like basketball. There's no positional designations but well, that's to Draymond's so point that is dirty business though and that's his point so it's like dirty business on who on the owners so no. it's like so it's like if if you because if a player like Deshaun for example he they're controlling the narrative on him and you see what all the blogs are saying about Deshaun just yeah. because he want to better his situation but if the organization can can cap your position like how they did Jimmy Graham when he was getting targets and receptions like a wideout. That is not fair. That is dirty business, bro. And it's like until you do right by the players. Can 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 I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Have we have we heard from Deshaun Watson? No. no, no, we haven't. But what I'm saying that's that's my point is his narrative is being controlled and blogs. A major mainstream entities have bad mouthed him, and that's not fair. And that's that's. But hold, hold on, let me finish. That's what Draymond was saying that he didn't like is that Kyrie can take his sabbatical and it's get treated like a dog. But it's like the organization could do whatever though, and they get a free pass. And I'm just saying that for sports across the board, that's how it is. The organization can do whatever, and if the player does it, they're a bad guy. And I don't feel like that. I don't feel like Jimmy Graham should not have been able to not get his his money because he was at the time performing like a wide receiver. And it basically used. But I gotta go ahead. I gotta go ahead, Ken, on that last point. Okay. So here's my like. So it'll kind of tie into the point that you got, like that you about to make here. How you know? Just just listen to me. Just listen (laughs) to me. 
listen, like, look at what happened with the Baltimore Ravens. Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Stanley got hurt. Ronnie Stanley got that money. He got that contract to be the highest paid. Le- no, probably the second highest paid because Bakhtiari got the money. But Ronnie Stanley got paid. Orlando Brown moved over to left tackle within his, like, during, like, after his injury. Mm-hmm. Played left tackle, did really well, and said, I want to get traded because I'm a left tackle. Mm-hmm. I believe what he should have done is be like, no, I'm a right tackle. But look at the division I play in. Right tackle is more important in this division than left tackle. So don't pay me like a right tackle. Pay me like a left tackle, but on the right tackle side, because guess what? And I'm with Ronnie, you on that. Cause, cause, cause I Ronnie, agree with that. In, in the AFC North, Ronnie Stanley, he not lining up the majority of the plays against Miles Garrett. Because guess what? Majority of the plays, Miles Garrett line up on the right side. Mm-hmm. On the majority of the plays, T.J. Watt, he not going against Ronnie Stanley. He going up against me. So in, in this division, that's my point with pay, Jimmy Graham, pay bro. Me, pay me what? Pay I him do. like a wide receiver. Pay me, pay me my work as if a I'm tight end. If, if I'm in McDonald's and I'm the best fried cook you got, but I take over the register, I take over the manager when he call out. Don't pay me like I'm a fried cook. Pay me for what the fuck I do. And so that's what I'm talking about. And that's bro. what I'm talking about. And, and I, I think that's why I say. These NFL players, they need to stop just kind of like acquiescing. And we're starting to see it. We're starting to see players get those, hey, I, give me the short-term deal for the fully fully guaranteed. But the NFL got so much power because it's still not guaranteed. And they still it's have – It's still like, not they, guaranteed, bro. They, they, it's they dirty, can bring you man. To, they can bring you to camp and not pay you what you and still, And they can cut you, bro. They can do all of this stuff. They got dates if you don't play by But go ahead, Hill. Because they did what? Huh? They signed, they, because like, they did no, like, I'm, I understand they signed a contract. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember but it's like they're not remember, offering remember, anything else. So it's like. What do you mean they're not offering they're anything not, else? They're not they're offering. They're, they're not demanding those, anything else. Those, yeah. Those, because they, cause guess what? They're, they're scared. They're but scared. What, what did y'all say, though? They're scared, they're scared for a holdout. But listen, and, y'all said that the big dogs have what they want in football, correct? Mm-hmm. So in order for the little dogs to get what they want, the big dogs are going to have to sacrifice too. And that is how the NFL has divided them, by giving the big dogs what they want so that the little guys can't get it because they're never going to strike with you because they have what they want. And well, what I'm saying is – The last CBA that you told them to not sign with um, DeMar- DeMar- Smith. And they did. The, quarter- the quarter- quarterbacks was on board with this. I, I know. And they're going to always be on board. And that's what I said. Like, no, no, no. They the quarterbacks have to- was on board. With the- they was playing with the team. They was with the players. The and and, the bro- the and what I'm saying, but the broke people went back first because they can't. So it's like, that's the thing. I'm not saying what specific side they're going to be on here. What I'm saying is the broke people are always going to be on a different side than the other people. Unless... You have you're gonna have outliers, of course, but for the most part, if I'm broke, I can't strike, bro. I cannot afford to strike like Tom Brady can. I can't. So it's like they, so they before we they ask for anything else, they got to address themselves, right? No, I, I understand that, but it's also like like I said, baseball is making fairer deals. They're offering that to the Players union. Like, you don't got to offer up slave deals. Like, of course, I know that you're going to. But what I my whole stance was that there are other sports leagues out here doing it fair. It can be done fairly. They are choosing not to. And out of all of the sports industries in the United States, football brings in the biggest slice. 
They have more <laughs> revenue than baseball, more revenue than than the NBA, and they still choose to do it that way. And I understand that they have more players on, on, on their roster than all the other sports. And I'm not asking for everybody to be paid equally across the board. I'm asking for their contracts to be guaranteed for the amount of years that you said that they signed for. That ain't but that can, hard to do, bro. But, but, but can it? How many, how many lockouts you seen in the NFL? They're scared. No, no. I, just, I've, seen, seen, I've seen two. Seen two. Yeah. How many NBA lockouts have you seen? Maybe seen two. More. Uh, seen maybe more. two. You seen, you seen, you seen more. You seen them more. But you seen them get what they wanted. Let's they do. They, yeah, they get. And that's the thing. Well, for an NBA lockout, they came back after they got what they wanted. NFL lockout, they came back after they said, I can't, I can't strike another week. That's okay, the difference. Man. Exactly. So, real quick, uh, Morgan, ain't no pitcher making that kind of money. Uh, 14 years, 340. You forgot Garrett Cole signed with the Yankees for 9 mil, 324. Steven Strasburg, remember that contract? You can't tell me. And, and even Clayton Kershaw, he signed a three-year, ninety-three million dollar deal. That's thirty-one a year. They hand like they handing out those posi- like they handing out those contracts to everybody. I'm not like like I said before. And that's why I said it's fair. I like how baseball donates so, deals. So don't say you know uh, ain't no pitcher making that. They making it. Some making more. Thirty five, thirty million dollars is a lot more than twenty five. Well, you seen you seen when they when they uh, held out for that COVID deal last year, right? Yeah. That's what. Remember, they didn't move till they got what they wanted. They didn't move, they bro. And that's they didn't what the move. players do. But you, but know, you know what? You know, and and here's, here's my point. NFL players have CTE, bro. We can't right, rely yeah. on them to make the best no, mental see, decision, bro. AJ, that was a troll, right. bro. If you, know, if you, know. <laughs> okay, he made it. Go, he made it. Yes, we can do that. I can't. But we can, yo. R.I.P. to Vincent Vincent Jackson, man. We cannot let this episode go without, yo. Vincent Jackson was a true baller in this league, man. He went across the middle. He he did it the right way, and it is unfortunate to see them go out, see him. And there's there's more players like this, man. and that's another thing. That's why I say the NFL is doing bad business. They didn't set these players up for life after the NFL, man. Marcus, you about to piss me off, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all got to take y'all got to take y'all war to the group. David Price. Yeah, seven take years. y'all war to the group. Steven Strasburg got seven years. Y'all got to eat. Bro, the pitchers are getting paid. Why you Why you still talking about this, AJ? We know they're getting paid. Hey. Y'all know, y'all know Marcus is a loyal supporter. He's been waiting for baseball. Y'all to gave him baseball, he gonna come at you with some baseball. We be talking bro. baseball, though. It's, just, just saying, it's time. It's time to talk yeah, it now. You, you gave him an inkling, and he gonna go for some baseball, bro. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. Guaranteed money and bonuses just to make the leagues. They gonna get that. When they sign it, they get it. But here, I think what he's saying is, AJ, it can be that model can be done in other leagues, bro. No, and, and, and that's my point. But, and so it's like, I know that Hill was against that point. It, the reason why it's not happening is because guess what? Because they're major settling, league, the players are settling for that. players have collectively yeah, bargained for this no, to happen. True. The NFL can't collectively But they don't have bargain. CTE, and that was my rebuttal no, for that and, one. And, 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 not even CTE, <laughs> but guess what? When, 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 it come, when it comes to a strike, 
when it, when it when it comes to a strike, the first person, the first group of people that you're gonna be able to cross the picket line are the broke ones. Are the broke people? Yeah. Guess what? Those, those those people that are you know number forty to fifty three on the roster. Oh yeah, they break it. They breaking that because guess what? I need to be in camp. So and yeah, and paid. my family got mortgage and all this other stuff. Like exactly, I'm the I'm 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 the I'm the lone man. I'm the lone man in my family. And it, to in the NFL, if you're on the practice squad, you making a couple, you making six figures, just a couple six figures. But you probably bought your mama a house. Yeah, you probably broke your family off a little bit of something. And they ain't so even paid your bills yet. And, and, and they looking at you like an ATM. So you need that. So the best way that they can do this, all right, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Julio, y'all can wait us out. But guess who can't? I, I agree with Drew, man. I, I, I like to say, and that's really all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a right guard to be paid like a left <laughs> tackle. I'm not <laughs> asking boy. for the number 30th wide receiver to be paid like the number 15 what i am asking is for if you sign me to a two-year deal that i be obligated to be paid by you for two years and if you cut me before that i should at least get half of what you owe me or, or some type of compensation it's like you can tell me that i'm gonna make five million over the next two years and if you cut me instead of me having five million i i only collected 1.5 and i done bought a house and everything and now i'm done i just think that that is that is not good fiduciary practices. You know, what, you know what the NFL players should collectively bargain? Get rid of the dead cap number. If I'm not on your roster, I don't count towards the salary. And that's what's hurting a lot of teams. You, 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 just gotta pay, you just gotta pay me. It don't fuck up your salary cap. Just pay me to leave. When when you fire a coach and he's still on your payroll. And you still that, pay him that, and that, it doesn't count against the cap. That ain't dead uh, coach cap. You can't hire a It should be. Thing. It should you be. You can't not hire a sister. Because then they would have to stop hire firing black coaches. <laughs> I got I just got Yeah, I'm about to say I just got my text. I, I definitely gotta get it out of here. Uh episode ninety-seven. Uh y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, three man weave, Instagram, Twitter, three man weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. It's AJ that's Cannon. I'm Hill. Once again, it's episode ninety-seven. And this week, send y'all baseball questions and y'all boxing questions. <laughs> send them in, man. We answering all questions this week. All, all week. All right, we, we, we off. Yeah, I gotta go. Heads up, eyes open, the fist clenched. Yeah. This will be the chairman, Fred Hopkin Jr. See, now I need y'all to bear with me as I bear my soul and take you on the insides behind enemy lines. About some state-sanctioned assassinations, mass incarcerations, and some other plans these pigs to put into place in order, amongst other things, to control the world population. You see, now it ain't no coincidence. A lot of y'all cats don't even know about the infamous Cointel approach. G-men, government hitmen, directed by director Jed Hoover and his hitmen. Political frameworks which they still got out of cats politically caged up, killing us, hitting us with more than just a gun. Names with legal reasons, I can't even mention it's still on the run. Now imagine if you will. The same goddamn government brought in all the dope. Putting your picture on the poster, placing the bounty on your black ass with the words wanted blazing across the daily news front page. Your face being placed right up under an institution issue scope. See, we 
talking about a bunch of bad motherfuckers Who were looking for number one ducking on motherfucking trouble Shit, go-getters and hard-hitters Who gave us free medical centers You see, still straight up against the system And say, yeah, motherfucker, we subversive And freedom of death Is trapped up in the spirit of self-defense Free clothes and free busing programs First free breakfast programs Armed with a political ideology That was still the test of time And a ten-point platform Hold on now Fast forward in closing words on the tongues of the Black Panther Party clubs. Let us continue to resist and never forget 2037 West Monroe. 435 a.m. in the morning, west side of Chicago, 1969, December 4th. So we say we always say the Black Panther Party, that they can do anything they want to us. And this is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. Look, the only reason I survive, cause a nigga is special first. You get successful, then it gets stressful thirst. Niggas gon' test you, see what your texture's worth. Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure burst. Street niggas, still I get checks and spurts. I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I'm murk. Better days, pray for, but expecting worse. At this level, bullshit, I'm just less concerned. Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds of rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look. And this is what it feels like Reaching level makes you question is it real life All the weed good, all the pussy real tight And the only rule, keep your dollar bills right This is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like 
Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filled the bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left, I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks, too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect, you let them crack a storm, your capital put they feet up on your desk, and yet you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect, I'm selling weed, in the open, bringing folks home from the feds, I know the payback gon' be mean, I'm saving all my little bread, pray for me y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts, real niggas is extinct, it ain't safe for me, my dog, they killing niggas in they own hood, that makes sense to you at all, you burnt your bridge to the other side, you know you can't swim across, y'all know niggas can't swim, they fried Mike after you die, y'all know niggas can't win, you never land, no joke beside, I arrived on the day Fred Hampton got murdered, hold up, assassinated just to clarify further, what y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Ford, big step on the jet with my legs crossed, black stones on my neck, y'all can't kill Christ, black messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't gon' stop cause y'all spill blood We gon' turn up even more since y'all killed cuz this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like Feels like. And this is what it feels like.